Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the inaugural episode of Superintendents Unplugged, In-Depth with Davis, the podcast where we will dive deep into the world of educational leadership. I'm your host, Addison Davis, and I'm thrilled to have you join me as we embark on the inspiring journey together. As a superintendent once myself, I understand the challenges and complexities that come with leading a school district. But what I've come to realize is that there's abundance of amazing work being done by superintendents all across our country. This podcast is a platform to shine a spotlight on their incredible accomplishments and innovative approaches. Each episode will bring you exclusive interviews and superintendents from various districts across our country, both big and small, urban and rural, as they share their personal stories, triumphs, and even their moments of vulnerability. We will explore the strategies they employ to tackle the ever-evolving landscape of education, from fostering equity and inclusivity to embracing technology and preparing students for their future. But this podcast isn't just about showcasing success. It's about fostering a community of educational leaders who can learn from one another, share their experiences, and collectively navigate the complexities of our role. We'll discuss the tough topics as well, the difficult decisions and the innovative solutions that are transforming education for the better. So while you're an educator, a parent, a student, or simply someone who's passionate about education, this podcast is for you. Superintendents Unplugged is your behind-the-scenes pass to the world of educational leadership where we uncover the stories that inspire, motivate, and empower every one of us. Get ready to be inspired, challenge, and entertain as we embark on this incredible journey together. I can't wait to introduce you to the remarkable superintendent who are changing the educational landscape one district at a time. Welcome to another episode of Superintendents Unplugged. I'm your host, Addison Davis, coming live from San Diego at the Council of Great City Schools. I'm here with one of Florida's best leaders, new leaders, Broward County Superintendent Pete Lakata. Pete, thank you for being here today. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. You know, we had to meet this way all the way coming to you know the West Coast, but Listen, you know, I have watched your work for, for many, many years and seen you do some really cool things, great things in, you know, Palm Beach. Now you get a chance to take on a new journey, uh, a school district that really needs your leadership, needs a strong, articulate leader that can drive the work, understands the work. How's that going in Broward? It's going great. Uh, there's a lot of great things going in Broward. It's just a few things, uh, the headlines, you know, the newspapers want to make it more about a few bad things rather yeah. than all the ma- amazing things. And you know, as well as a, a superintendent, you got to always coach up the good stuff because there's right. a lot more good stuff than bad stuff. Absolutely. You know, one of the things I had to really start and think about when I, when I got there is I got to build trust. We got, we got to be out front. We got to tell the truth. Uh, truth is easy to, to say. It's easy to remember. Uh, and that's where we're going to stay with it. And uh, the community likes that. We can say when we're wrong. Absolutely. We can say when we're wrong, but we're also going to say when we're right. I think that's perfect. You know, one thing that, uh, you know, when I went into Hillsboro, now retired. Too young to retire, by the way. I went to Hillsboro. One thing I did is I ran stuff and, and you know, it wasn't the right way. And I learned that in a very, you know, quick five months and had to make my adjustment. You just talked about, you know, only can move at the speed of trust and you build a relationship. I think that is the greatest, uh, you know, indicator of being able to move uh, a school district and really just great leadership. Uh, you know, how's that happening? What are you doing to create that space? Because, you know what, you're only as good as what your people understand and how they feel valued in this process. 
So you don't have to listen to all the noise, but you have to hear it. And yeah, some well of it, said. some of it is that uh, you know we spend money way too easy. Uh, and I did that immediately. We're down thirty, forty million dollars immediately, and we didn't wow. touch the classroom. Wow! Uh, and we're still doing what we're doing. Uh, we're, we're getting smaller. You know, the, uh, the older couples are moving in. The families are moving up North Florida. It's getting expensive in South Florida, but it's immediately the public and the taxpayer and these referendums that they're investing in and say, "Wait a second, they're, they're starting to look at really closely what, what they're spending money on and trying to save it." While still doing well. Sure. And so, you, you know, you can't listen to every word of the noise, but you still got to hear it. Absolutely. And you know what? It, it, it's so important. And in this process, as you're starting to kind of build and these relationships, carving out time with teachers, carving out time with your cabinet and your school board members is so important for you to do it. And, and I hear all the time, Bacata's in the classrooms. And, uh, you know, I think that just shows the power of your willingness to be able to identify what's working, what's not, and what we can do differently. Well, you, you're, you're, you're a coach for years, and I think yes, you sir. may still coach. Yes. And, 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 you know, we don't get to pick our players. And we get our players, and we build our team, and we build our plan around that team. Yes, and sir. we don't install an offense that we can't run. Absolutely. We install an offense that they can run and be successful at. And that's why I've stepped back and watched what, what goes yes. on. And I know I have a great team, but I want to make sure that I'm not forcing things in. Uh, the scores were great last year yeah, through some, some tough times. Yes, through sir. Replacing. Why change things? Just support them more. That's why I came out with that statement, you know, student centered, teacher supported and principal led. We get that. That's what they've been doing and supported a little bit more. I think we're going to, you know, they raise the rates a little bit here. Yeah, the state. They raise the rates in Florida. Florida two, three, and that's okay. That's what a governor sure. does. Um, but we're still going to attack it. And we were so close to an A last year. And then the scores going to the halftime scores is what I call them sure. coming out next week. Uh, we're still going to fight. I think we can get there. I think Absolutely. we can get to the A. Well, you know what you you've, you've shown that your your focus your you know surgical about moving the needle educationally in Palm Beach. You know what there is so going into Broward. You know what that same game plan yeah. with a little bit of adjustments. I think that's going to be able to allow you to get to that systemic aid that you aspire to do it. What are some areas of focus educationally as you go in there, other than continue to set the foundations of relationships? So the first thing we got to look at is stop. Focusing on adult problems. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Say adult. it again. Say it again. <laughs> we're not watching. <laughs> we're not focusing on adult problems. They exist. When you have thirty-four thousand employees, it exists in a, in a big community. But we got to get better at adulting. And then the second thing we need to do is talk about pressing three and four-year-olds on learning to read. That was some, one of the untouchables. You know, we don't want to stress them out when they're too young. I get it. But we can just start with some phonemic awareness early, you know, by third grade. If they're not reading, you know the battle. Yeah. You're never going to catch it. You're never going to get there. Let's get them reading uh, before they get to school. Just familiarity with letters and words and, 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 and sentence structure, even some, you know, just phonemic awareness. Sure. We get those kids reading before they get to third grade. Absolutely. Our work is on. And if you, and if, what is it? If you oh. teach a child to read, they, they have a lifetime of learning. So right. let's do it early. Perfect. I mean, you know, thank you for making importance of, of focusing on early literacy. It's, you know, it's the foundation of all of us. And, and if those of you are, you notice, he, he didn't talk about kindergarten. He talked about third, three-year-olds and four-year-olds being able to activate early learning as, as soon as he can to be able to get them in a space where they understand how to look at letter sight words, segmentation, mm -hmm. look at automaticity yes. related to yes. literacy. It's mm -hmm. perfect. So. Anything else related to areas of focus of early liter early education? How about transition to the post secondary world? So there's there's two other pieces I want to jump on. Yeah. Um, you know, one one of the things that hung um, around my neck was you know my award was middle school and high school acceleration. Yeah. We are going to go through every single schedule like we did in Palm Beach County and look at every child and say you deserve to have an advanced coursework. And if it's not working for them, we can pull back. But think of the you see this a child that's been on that road of remediation. 
remediation jail and you give them a chance to do something well and they do it, their world lightens up. Light bulb comes so, on. So let's not give them you know, where they have to make a choice because they don't have anything. Let's give them the opportunity to make a choice because they can go to college or Absolutely. go to work. Let's focus on that. The other thing we're going to focus on, we just did it this week, is we opened up an international welcoming center. We're going to open up some more for some wow. of our schools. We know our families are so important, but they're coming here from another country. They don't speak the language. They're trying to figure out transportation. They're trying to get a job. They don't speak the language. Um, let's help them, too. Sure. Because when a child goes home to a family that knows what they're doing educationally, you know, the most involved parents, they That's sometimes right. be, they're a little more That's often right. in your office. That's right. <laughs> but their kids are usually some of the best kids in school. And Absolutely. that's what we when, kid, when parents are involved, they're the original teachers of these kids. And uh, we'll do everything we can. But when we have the families involved, it's even better. So we're going to try and help support the family. I know that's not what we went to school for. Yeah. But you know what? We're the epicenter and we like, we, we handle this, we shoulder this, and, and we've accepted this. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to be, we're going to be that epicenter of the community. You know, it's so smart. It's, you know, we, we grew up focusing on the whole child. Now mm-hmm. it's time to focus on the entire family in the yeah. community. For you to be able to have satellite, satellite geographical locations, be able to right. educate parents, allow them to be the greatest advocates for children, allow them to be, a, you know, allow them to help you yeah. be that first educator you spoke about and do some cool things for kids. I think that's perfect. Yeah. I'd rather us do it than somebody else. That's right. it, you know, and it's, it's a responsibility. You know, I did my town halls like you did when you yes, first sir. became superintendent. And one of the first things I heard that people were really happy about is free food. Yeah. Free lunch and breakfast without having to go through processes. And then you think about All it. All the paperwork's out. It takes five people before those kids get into a classroom. The bus driver, if they don't pick the kid up, the kid's not going to school. If they don't get to eat, they're hungry. They're not learning. If they're not, if they're not feeling healthy or mentally healthy, they get to see somebody right there. If, they're, if they don't feel safe, they're not learning. That's we know fine. that. And most importantly, if they're not sitting in a clean desk, the custodian. So it's more than just little things. It's, it's so many people that get before you get to the teacher. So let's try and help that whole system work sure. and, and get that rolling. You know what? Focus on the little things matter. The essentials that students need, you know, prior the, the days of us looking at students and help, trying to help them there while they're on campus in isolation is over. Right. It's What's happening before school and what's right. happening after school? What can we do to be able to give them a sense of hope every single day? So proud of your work, what you're doing, man. Thank, Thank you, you for, for, for being with us today uh, for a short time. I know that you got you got to go to see your kids I can here. see kids perform we're, downstairs, we're, which is great. We're in San Diego. We get a chance to see his kids come and, and connect with us uh, from, across the, uh, from across the coast. But understand this. Broward County is doing some really good work. They got a great leader who's ready to go. Thank you, Doc, for being here. Thank you for what you're Thank you. Thank you. And one of the best things is, and I've done it already a few times, I pick up the phone and call you. Yes, sir. You know, uh, bad it, decisions are made in isolation. Yes, so sir. I'm going to make sure I talk to everybody who's well, been in my seat and understand it. So you know thank I, you for I, answering the phone. Well, I appreciate that. And um, I love the work and, and I love watching you doing it. So that, that your community knows you care. We know you care. West Coast, everyone knows you care. Keep doing some cool things. Awesome, man. Thanks, thank you. Sir. Until next time, uh, we'll see you next time with Superintendent's Unplugged with Dr. Pete Lakata from Broward County. Look forward to seeing you in the classrooms.